You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by HuntStand. HuntStand is the number one hunting app in the country, and at only $29.99, HuntStand offers a ton of functionality for hunters all over the country. Whether you own your own property or strictly hunt public, you can choose from over a dozen base maps, view property ownership information, 3D mapping, local weather, log your sightings and harvest, as well as use their trail cam management software, and print maps from your hunt areas. Download it today at the Apple App Store or Google Play. Hunt Stand. Upgrade your arsenal. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas. Um, Got a good show today. I know I say it every week, but just get used to it. (laughs) Um, Today's show, we have the CEO of the Go Wild app, uh, Brad Luttrell, on to basically talk about what it is his app does. Um, You'll hear it in the show, but if you don't know what Go Wild is, Go Wild is an app. and it's an outdoor, it's a community for people like us, outdoors, men and women, hunters, fishers, and that's what it's designed for. It's designed for the hunter and the outdoors person. And so today we kind of talk about that. Uh, we get off on a little bit of a tangent. I bitch about YouTube and Instagram and, and Facebook and how they don't like any of us. And we sit there and have to use them just because there's no other option except there is. Uh, the Go Wild app is another option. I'm not getting paid a penny from Go Wild. They don't sponsor me. Uh, they don't sponsor this show. Uh, they don't sponsor this particular episode, nothing. But I did want to have uh, Brad on to talk about what his app does. And he basically tells us every little thing that his app does and, and gives some cool stats, too, about social media and things like that. So hope you enjoy it. Before we get into the show, we do have one sponsor uh, for today's episode that is Cutty Back. Cuddy Back Digital, check them out, the Cuddy Link system. I've been using my Cuddy Link system now since like June. I've got four cameras out. All of them have the extra battery pack, and I have not had to change batteries, knock on wood, since June. Hoping it makes it all the way to at least through the rut, and then I'll worry about changing batteries or maybe pulling cameras. But been really happy with them. Um, good company. Uh, right there in in uh, in America, and um, check them out. You can use the code 
MWW21 for 10% off your order if you so choose also. So check them out. And without wasting any more time, let's get into today's episode with Brad Luttrell of Go Wild. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. Okay, with us today, Brad Luttrell with Go Wild. Brad, how is it going, sir? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. I literally say this on every episode. I'm excited, okay? I don't know how else to explain, but... Dude, you got to be excited to run a podcast. Yep. You just do. Like, you, you can't show up and be like, well, we're going to talk to this guy today. Like, no one wants to show up for that. So, if you're not excited, I'd be out. I'm exactly. glad you're excited. Yeah, I, <laughs> I get made fun of because I say that on... Our, this will be our 75th or 76th episode now. I say it every time, and I don't know what else I'm supposed to say because I am yeah. excited to talk about this subject. Um, the reason we're doing this show today, and I don't want to get too far in the weeds before you introduce yourself, but if if our listeners haven't listened to this show, they should go back and listen to a show that Dan Johnson did with um, Justin Czar, I think is his name, um, about the demonetization of YouTube. And... That was a great episode, and it pissed me off basically more than anything. <laughs> and I thought, you know, immediately I thought, go wild, go wild. And so I reached out to you about doing a show to, to basically teach people more about what it is, what you all do, um, and we'll, we'll get into all the weeds on that sort of stuff. So before we do that, um, why don't you introduce yourself to our listener, uh, who you are, where you're from. And, uh, man, you're not from Missouri, so I won't won't make you answer about our state, but um, you're from Kentucky. I'm a right? fan of Missouri, though. I've okay. spent a lot of time in St. Louis, and uh, we did our retreat in Missouri in 2019. So there you go. Uh, you know, and uh, Daniel Boone did come from Kentucky and ended up staying in Missouri. And he had not so nice things to say about Kentuckians, but we're kindred in that that point too. We're kindred spirits. Plus, we you know yeah. we touch. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I'll just ask you what your favorite thing about the outdoors is after you introduce yourself, instead yes, of making sir. you so, just talk about Missouri. <laughs> I don't know how long I could go about Missouri, but I'm a fan. That's okay. Uh, so, so Brad Luttrell, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Go Wild. And before we get into Go Wild, I won't jump into that uh, first. I mean, I grew up in Appalachia. So born in Harlan County, grew up in Bell County, Kentucky. Uh, a lot of people have heard of Harlan from the coal mining strikes that it made it famous, uh, worldwide famous uh, back in the 30s and then, and then the 60s. And growing up there, you know, you really get ingrained in the outdoors because especially like pre-internet you know i grew up pre-internet yeah. this is what you did uh i had a you know it was a nightly ritual to come in and have ticks picked out of my hair from playing outside and, and in in the brush and the the woods or whatever and i grew up i fished a lot we we four-wheeled a lot um i've crashed like every kind of four-wheeler you can imagine growing up and, yeah um I started hunting as a teenager. You know, I started shooting younger. Um, I remember the first time I ever shot a gun. I was six years old with my grandfather and shot a 38 special. And I think my ears rang for like a week. Right. Like <laughs> I literally remember not being able to hear anything. And I didn't tell my mom about this for 25 years later, you know. Um, but, but was always into this stuff because it's just what it's what you do. My co founder, Zach, says that he grew up in Indiana rural indiana and it's like you didn't have a choice it's just what it was and it's almost like you didn't even have a choice to not like it because you didn't know another way right oh i got and, you and yeah so so i grew up in the outdoors and uh i went to fast forward you know through high school uh growing up in small town 
I went to the University of Kentucky, which is why I don't have the thick accent most people associate with Appalachia. Uh, my wife says um, that you can immediately, and you can, if I talk to my family from back home, you can hear it come back immediately. It's called code switch. Yeah, yeah, code switching. Um, but I went to college and I, I realized real quick that no one could understood what, understand what I said. So uh, like when you're asking for the ice machine and, and people are like, what are you talking about, dude? And I'm like, frozen water, you know, they're, they're laughing at you. So I, I shamefully lost a little bit of that. But I went to Kentucky and got, funny enough, uh, the tech CEO has a journalism degree. <laughs> it's like no one sees that coming. Everybody thinks I have some kind of tech degree or a business degree and I don't. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did that uh, through college, did that professionally. And then after, um, after college, I, I, I feel like a lot, I talked to a lot of people that go through this, no matter what you did in your youth, you get, you know, homesick for your roots, not necessarily just your home, but you get nostalgic for what you did growing up. You know, uh, there's a reason like people that grow up in big Italian families like to entertain and have that environment where they all get together and really shout at each other. Cause that's an Italian thing too, <laughs> but, but like they, they long for that. Right. So same thing for me in wanting to get in, do more outdoorsy stuff. And me and my wife always, you know, we hiked and camped and I, I fished a lot. I still suck at fishing, but I, I do like to fish. Um, Same. But, but I wanted to get into hunting and, and really like the more I thought about it, the more I realized that I like to cook, even though I was really bad back then. Um, I was trying to get into this and over a period I got hunting with a guy and he, he knew how to whitetail hunt. And I thought I knew how to whitetail hunt. And then when I started hunting without him, uh, it became very apparent that I was really just hunting his good spot, right? I wasn't like, I didn't know how to find deer. I was mm -hmm. hunting public land in Eastern Kentucky and there's a lot of it there. And I was like, dude, I, I don't, and it was pr super pressured too. So I went from private property to a super pressured lot. And over a span of years of sucking at whitetail hunting, I was like, I got to really commit. I'm going to commit this year. I'm buying all the, all the books I can buy, like magazines and trying to read everything. And the thing I figured out is that this is really hard to do on your own because the thing you don't know is a total newbie. And a lot of people listening to your show probably don't recognize this because they grew up doing it or had someone teach them or they've been doing it so long. It feels second nature. The thing I very like pointedly remember because I was in my twenties is, is tr reading this stuff. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't even know the base level of knowledge required to read this article. Right? Like there's certain things that uh, people just forget about with whitetail hunting like you you see people talking about how to set up stands and uh you're like well i can look at this diagram but i don't understand. like they'll show you'll see it sometimes graphics showing you like a good yeah. spot and like i'm like well i don't understand uh thermals or or you know how the wind changes throughout the day and how that affects the deer like obviously i don't want the deer to smell me but which direction should i plan on it coming from or like you imagine going waterfowl hunting for the first time you know learning which way the birds are going to come in is something that you just wouldn't know without having somebody teach you that or, or observing ducks or geese for a long time right so the same thing was happening to me with whitetail i'm like this is insane there has to be an online community at the time I was looking for like, eventually after sucking for so long, this is 2016, we'll fast forward <laughs> in my life. 2016, I'm like, dude, there's gotta be something out there. Right. And, and I start looking for it. And around the same time I was, um, I was working, a, I had finally gotten permission to hunt a private spot. And I, I also at the same time had the same thought or a thought that, uh, I was like, I wonder, I wonder if I even get a deer this year, if I'm going to post it on Facebook, because I worked at an ad agency, a lot of uh people that don't necessarily sympathize with hunters and i've i've had the whole vegan debate i like a lot of my lunches used to be spent arguing with vegans over over meat 
and Dude, I'm sorry. They, that's all right. I mean, I learned a lot from those conversations and I have a lot of vegan friends now, uh, who are actually really sympathetic with hunting and like appreciate it. And even like that I do that way, if I'm going to eat meat, like they can, they can understand it and admire that it's, it's the commercial side that they don't like. Like I've actually educated them now, but the, the back then, you know, I'm, I'm trying to connect with, uh, or, or, or I'm thinking about, um, would I share this because of my professional career? Cause I had had harassment from, even like a boss of mine before of like, Oh, you feel like a man now. Cause you, you know, I'd gotten a, gotten a deer at the time is one of my better deers I've ever had. And, and, uh, I was really proud of that. And, you know, I'm like, well, yeah, dude, I like, I, I feel really accomplished in this. And like the guy's not thinking that I, Hey, I just locked up a hundred plus meals or whatever it is. And I'm going to feed my family this thing. And that thought alone kind of made me realize like, Whoa, what a shame that you can't share something you'd be so proud of. And something like, honestly, I worked my tail off for that, my first eight point uh, that yeah. I ended up getting later that, that year. Um, and I, I was really proud to have done that by myself. And, uh, you know, the, the fact that you are so self-conscious about like, oh, what are my coworkers? Are, am I going to get harassed? Is this even worth having to go back and forth with people? Like, I want to tell people, but no one's going to care. Like, it's kind of the way you start feeling. So yeah. I had that feeling. I, I had spent all this time researching and realizing it's really hard to learn online because you know, what happens is you, you're, I'm in Kentucky, I'm reading a forum. And then like five minutes into this forum, I'm like, dude, they're talking about Texas, totally different thing, right? Like whitetail yeah. in Texas is a totally different thing. I needed to learn from people at least were like within 200 miles of where I was to get really good advice. Cause it's different. It's way different wherever you go. And and so like, I mean, you go like down there, they're in shooting houses, you, you, you hunt out West and it's an entirely different environment. You know, you've got all kinds of other animals that even come into play. Yeah. And, and so, you know, these, these forums can be helpful, but if you're in the wrong one, you can waste a lot of time learning stuff that doesn't necessarily apply. So, so all of this was kind of combining and I, I spent seven years in ad agencies learning web design. I, I'm not a web designer. I'm not a designer at all but I'm around this stuff. And I was, I was a copywriter who became a creative director, which meant I managed these products from the creative side. So the products in the team are, and so I had what I felt like was the skill to lead some, a team to be able to build what I wanted to do. And so I started, um, I'd never thought about the hunting industry, you know, and I think now like with influencers, it's people think of it a little differently now than I was because I was still so new to this side of it. And I started doing research on it. I'm like, can I basically, can I build a business out of this? Is this something I can make money on and quit my job and do? And I'm like, oh my God, I had no idea how much money hunters and anglers spend. And, you know, just had not at all fathomed the fact that, you know, hunting and fishing employs more people than Walmart. And, you know, it's $156 billion economic impact. And that was pre-COVID. It's got to be like through the roof now. Especially that year. Uh, yeah. 2020 so, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, well, and, and both hunting and fishing grew tremendously last year. So yep. the, uh, in 2016 though, I'm doing all this research and I'm like, I'm, I'm in, I'm going to do it. So I started the whole process, started Googling, like literally, how do you do this? You know, try like started the whole thing with how to raise money for an idea. Cause I had no idea what I was doing and I knew I didn't have the money to fund this thing. So, um, over time, just like slowly learned about it and put together a team, started asking people that I trusted and wanted to work with and, people that would align with the culture that I wanted to build at a company and, and would care about not just building like some giant tech company, but would care about building something that mattered and could give back and be a platform we could be proud of. And we started, we didn't raise money that first year. We actually uh, bootstrap built the whole first version of the product that we launched the next year in 2017. It launched on iOS. 
six months more later, we launched on Android, you know, fast forward to today and we're on web Android and iOS and uh, the platform scaled a lot. It's, it's pivoted a lot. You know, there's been anybody that's been on over the last few years as an early uh, adopter would definitely tell you they've seen us go through growing pains and changes, but now, you know, we really feel like we're hitting our stride. We, we feel like the gear integrations we've done, and we'll talk about all this later, but you know, we're at a point now where we were really proud of the product. I think the product is really scalable. I think we can start to solve a lot of the problems that we're going to talk about. The people, I got flooded, dude, with all this YouTube stuff. People were asking me of what are you doing to build the next YouTube? And I'm like, man, I don't want to lie to you. I'm not doing that. Like that's, that's like to do to build another YouTube to carbon copy. And when they say that, like they want, Difficult. they want everything. They yeah. want the monetization functionality. They want the, the view scale and you can't replicate Google scale, Google for just to nerd out on your audience a little bit here. People don't think of YouTube as a search engine. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. Think about that. When people want to know hmm. something, they go to YouTube. There are more people using YouTube than go wild will ever touch. And, and so, to, so we'll, the power in that is that you have a wealth of content there. And so it's really hard as if we were to try to just go out and build another YouTube and compete with YouTube, it's going to fail. Like that's, I feel very strongly about that. That's not our mission. It's not in line with our mission. And it is a sure way to blow millions of dollars <laughs> at the end of the day to find out that the creators aren't going to leave YouTube, even if they get demonetized to just go over to another platform that has less viewers because they can still get sponsorships. There are things they can do yeah. and it's going to be really hard to adopt to a fresh platform. That's the hardest thing is building those eyeballs. But the other thing is people don't realize how much the, the, how much functionality is there for creators that would take years to build. Like you don't just build YouTube. It is tens of millions of dollars you're talking about where we feel like we can fit in with this conversation is providing a better place for, we have video right now, but it's, 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 it's two minutes. It's, it's more competitive with like an Instagram video offering than a YouTube. Um, but you know, you can share your content, you can build a following, you can reach people without a following, which I think is the big differentiator from us in an Instagram or Facebook Yeah, is that we don't require you to build a following you're posting into forums. So, you know, when you hit the whitetail, uh, trail is what we call them you're going to hit everybody that talks about whitetail that week. If you have good content Now we have an algorithm too, you have to have an algorithm on something like this, but a lot, I see a lot of content that's just misinformed of people like anti-algorithm, but algorithms are a good thing when they work for quality content. When you start to, you know, uh, have algorithms that filter a certain side's voice out, that's more of where we struggle with, with, uh, hunting content on YouTube, for example, or political content or whatever. That's where that, you know, can get out of, uh, out of hand really quickly. Yeah. But you know, what we've built, I think can, uh, especially for like your average member or your, of, of the platform, they're not going to post on Instagram and get feedback. Like I, what I needed in 2016, which was, Hey, here's my scenario. Here's, here's what I'm dealing with. What, what do you all think? You know, you can't just post that on your Instagram. If you're a dude with 300 followers and get meaningful answers, you're just not like it's, I, you, you're only going to reach about 5% of your audience. So do some quick math and how many of those people are even going to know anything about whitetail hunting. And if they do, are they yeah. in your area? Like, you know, so many things that start to stack up and what we do really well is connect people with locals. We connect people around the gear that they're using. We connect people around the hobbies that they're really interested in or the lifestyles as I like to call them. Cause I have a hard time accepting that it's just a hobby. Uh, I've had <laughs> hobbies and hobbies come and go and I've, I've got the hunting bug and it hasn't ever left. Um, it's more but, like but a disease. We, yeah, that you don't want to. You <laughs> right. don't want to cure. That's what my wife would say. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, my my credit card hasn't recovered yet. <laughs> uh, but but the you know the thing we do better, in my opinion, is is meaningful connections to other people like you 
YouTube's awesome at connecting with um, guys like Seek One who got demonetized, you know, you know, being able to follow along with those guys. It's a great platform for that. And I, I just I try to be really transparent with people like if you're expecting us to come out with and at the end of the year here, like a, a YouTube platform, it, it ain't going to happen. Not going right? to happen. It's, it's, it, but if what we can do and what we're challenging ourselves internally to do is to uh, really improve our video functionality and, and to uh, really find ways to monetize for the creators. And we actually have this, we've been working on this prior to all this crazy demonetization stuff. I've, well, we've been working with the hunting public a little bit. I think you, you probably know Parker McDonald Yep. and um, we've got some guys that we've started working with some stuff on a, as a pilot to see how we can help creators monetize because the, the, and it's not in a gross way. It's not like a, this podcast is brought to you by go wild. It is that in some ways, but what we're really doing is helping them showcase the gear they're using. And it's, it's an affiliate program helps them like showcase what they have in their, their tool set. Yeah. And then if you buy that, you support that creator. So that's the direction we're, we're moving into. Um, I think it, I think that is a good solution that we can continue to evolve on and it complements really well with what we've built so far. And, you know, to, to piggyback uh, now, I, I'm tasking you with something. Your job is to rein me in if I get too, too uh, bitchy, okay? <laughs> so uh, you said something about, you know, you had an argument one time with like a vegan at work uh, yeah. about, you know, you eating meat. And I, my listeners at least know, our listeners know that I could give a shit how you choose to, to live your life, right? Like, right. especially with in hunting itself, if you're hunting legally, ethically, you're not doing anything illegal and unethical, I don't care how you choose to use your tag. I don't care how you choose to catch your fish, whatever. I Same. cannot stand when people have an opinion on how I choose to do things or how I live my life. And I wasn't so much worried about Go Wild, like, taking over YouTube when I heard about the demonetization. But what it did with me is it just pissed me off because... Once again, I think our listeners are well aware I'm not a giant fan of social media. And the reason I'm not is because I know that Instagram and Facebook, who are the same company, and YouTube, all freaking hate us. They don't like us yeah. hunters. It's obvious they don't. Um, they shut us down every time we put something a little too bloody or, you know, you've always heard these things or now YouTube demonetizing. Yeah, you can still post videos and I understand that, but it's just, you know... We talked a little bit before we re recorded. Funny to me how ass and titties are totally fine, but me killing a deer, breaking it down, and showing how I would utilize 100 pounds of meat now is totally off limits. Right. And, well, uh, and, and, and dude, there's, there's, uh, this is a slippery slope they've started now because, all right, let's say I'm, I'm not a hunter at all, but I'm, I'm a big-time Texas barbecuer. Right. And I like to process my own whole hogs. I do briskets. I'm going to show you how to trim up a brisket. Where's the difference? Where, I don't Please know. tell me what the difference is because I don't know. And I don't know how you could you could possibly say, well, we're only going to police this policy for people that killed their own animal. Okay, well, now I'm just going to stop showing that I killed this. There's a processing video. Okay, well, no, no, no. Now, that you, you have camo on, and that guy has uh, a t-shirt on and we don't think he killed that so like where's the difference how are you going to possibly fairly moderate that uh, and <clears throat> i mean they're really showing how to trim up a pork butt is the same thing in my opinion as showing somebody how to prep a deer ham i mean there's literally it's it is prepping meat you may not have killed it but the, like it 
it opens up an obvious bias to your point Yes. of we don't like what you're doing. So we wrote a content policy that we think lets us get rid of most of this content. It, it would and if be, it doesn't get rid of it, it de-incentivizes it. Demonetize basically means de-incentivize you from sharing this. It does not mean that YouTube will not make money on your content. Seek one. I'll use them as an example. If they continue to upload and they continue to allow YouTube to monetize their content, they're probably going to continue to have similar reach to what they've done because YouTube is making money on that content. And those guys have a massive following, yeah. right? People are still going to show up. People are still going to watch because again, it's hard to shut off something, even if you don't like it, because that's where you're getting your content. Right. But if, if they said, you know what, we're going to turn off your ability to monetize our content. We don't want you running ads and making money off our stuff. Well, now guess what? The algorithm is oh, less incentivized yeah. to re, to circulate your content. And so there's a good chance that they're going to see a dip in their numbers. So it's, it's really a double-edged sword. You, you know, a lot of people, I think we're encouraging them to like stick the, stick the middle finger to the man and goes elsewhere, which they have a really cool masterclass thing that they launched, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just saying it is, it is harder than people think to go elsewhere because people, A, will not follow to that platform a lot of times because they're very comfortable where they are. Yep. And B, they got to start over, man. Like yeah. it, it, this is not an easy thing. And everybody likes to act like screw Facebook. We're going to, we're out of here. And Hey, I don't have Facebook or an Instagram. I just deleted my Instagram account too. Uh, I, I deleted my Facebook account three years ago. As soon as the outage was over, I had already signed out. Oh, was that was hilarious to me, by the way. I, I yeah. had the best day two days ago. I'm like, ah. oh, dude, we, we, uh, we had a good laugh cause it was on the four year anniversary of our worst outage ever. Um, <laughs> it, we had a major screw up after we launched the app and the thing went down for 24 hours, uh, because we, we like totally screwed this thing up and it was a good learning. You know, we only had like a few thousand people on the platform at the time, Yeah, but, uh, we, we laughed, uh, about the timing of this. It was really funny. But I, I'm just saying, man, I've lived through seeing like the adoption rate and our focus has been less of like, we need to be the platform that every hunter comes to. And we've focused really more on, uh, like a lot of people are like, I, I want, uh, you know, how are we going to get more people on go wild? And I'm like, I want that too. I really do. Cause I think community value comes from other people, but the thing we focus on and the, the way I believe will grow is if somebody uses go wild and really gives it a shot, they're going to find value in those connections. I mean, I check my account, not because I'm the CEO, but because I really enjoy it. I yeah. have learned so much from this community. And for us, we focus on benefiting those people and then they tell their friends and that's how we're growing. Um, you know, it, it's, it's more about benefiting the people that are there than going out. Like, I don't really care about going out and trying to win over all 12 and a half, 15 million hunters out there. That's not really our play. Uh, we want to be there for the people that are spending time with us and understand that they can have value in something that's new and they can have value in something that, no, I don't have 10 years of equity built into this account like I do Instagram. But even with five followers on Go Wild, a lot of people are seeing good engagement. And it's like people have to rethink that because, I, dude, I'll post on um, uh, on on my Go Wild account sometimes, and I'll get thirty comments. Yeah, and I don't have a million followers on there. It's I, it's I've, weird. Like, I don't know. It's it's yeah. an odd way to, and I'm the same way. Once this happened, I'm like, you know what? I don't know for what reason I stopped using my Go Wild when I first opened it. But if you were to go in my account, you would see that there was a basically. When did you join? I. 2018 20 maybe okay. i'm I not mean, really sure i'll, well, I'll look if, if it was that long yo i'll tell you i mean it could it could have like there's there were a lot of things that were different it'll tell you at the top of your profile yeah um you know back then uh it wasn't the best platform that was my i wasn't even full time with this thing until um i quit my job i waited uh, uh this is kind of a funny story um january 21 
Okay. So uh, not quite a year ago, but I opened it and and then really didn't do anything. Yeah. But when this happened, I said, you know what? F it. I'm going to go out and I'm actually going to use this. So I spent, you know, not very long figuring out how to use the platform. It's really no well, it's different. It's funny, dude. The, the people, so people are like, I hate Facebook, but Go Wild's different and it's hard to learn. And I'm like, okay, but you, you so you, you hate Facebook, but you want us to just make another Facebook and color it camo? <laughs> like, what? Well, you can't have it both ways, man. Yeah. Like, if, if one's bad, you should be receptive to something been different. And I'll tell you right now, if you come into our app looking for the same user experience that you get everywhere else, we don't do that. And yeah. we're like really proud of the fact that we don't do that because all these apps carbon copy the way each other are doing it so that it feels familiar. It, it stays sticky. That's the industry word is it's sticky. sticky. Yeah. You stick to it. Right. Um, but for us, we said, well, what if you didn't know that that's how other platforms were built? What, how would you build a platform? And I, I feel like our platform, uh, I, and people tell me this once they try it and, and just spend a few minutes figuring it out. It's like, this is awesome because I didn't have to build an audience. I didn't have to find people to follow. It's, it and it's like, weird because that's what I did. Like I, once I figured out how to use it and I'm like, well, I have to have followers. Like I don't have anybody. Yeah. A lot of, I, I, I get a lot of uh, kids and, that, that join and like, they're like, dude, how do I get more followers? That's I'm all like, Instagram is. Oh, you got to have freaking exactly. followers. You got to, I just tell them, I'm like, you don't, you don't have to do that here. Yeah. I mean, you can, and it's cool. Cause we got a whole trail uh, of your buddies where you can go in and see what your yeah. buddies are up to. And you know, Oh, there's Nathan with his, his, uh, you know, giant buck that he shot this year or whatever it is. Um, so that part of it's cool. I like that to engage with people that I know, but we think of it more as people I actually know or want to keep up with. It's not about like building 2 million followers on the platform. But from an interaction standpoint, what's funny to me is, um, so I really, I, I used it. I post, I did every trophy, you know, the enter, you're entering your trophy, yeah. which is fun, by the way, entering your yeah. trophy. Um, unless you're a OCD like me and you can't remember exactly like the All spread the or some shit. And you're like, damn it. But um, working out the measuring tape, measuring the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I did all those things. I posted it, you know, a video of us guys out in Colorado doing stuff together. And I had just as much interaction on those posts as I do on Instagram when I post. Dude, and so the trophy, the trophy feature, I don't know if you know this hack. Um, what's cool about that is if you have followers, when you log a trophy, we send a push notification to tell them that you just logged a trophy. And then when they get in the app, it'll say like Brad just logged a turkey or whatever it is. Some of my most viral content ever has been a trophy. But I, I shot a, um, you know, a, a doe uh, uh, last year and I know two years ago. And it was amazing. Like people are like, hey, that's awesome. You know, it's like a yeah. freaking doe. Yeah, you'll see people with button bucked or spikes and and no hate, all positive. I swear, man, I think like part of when you take down the idea that in any minute a vegan's going to pop out of a hole and insult you or that somebody's going to come around the corner and yell at you for shooting a crossbow, like some of that, like once that tension dissolves, people are just it's like hunt camp in the platform. Yeah. Like people are super nice. People ask me, they're like, you guys must do a really good job policing content because I never see, uh, I'm glad you delete all the, the mean comments. And I'm like, we, we don't do that. We don't delete stuff. Um, I mean, if it's, there is, there are terms and conditions and there's things that'll get you your butt deleted immediately. Yeah. Uh, but we, we in general let the community police itself. And, and, you know, that's where the algorithm comes in handy is it, it really looks for things that people do like yeah. and the crap content gets filtered out. You and, know? and that's what I like about it. Um, and that's why I reached out to you because 
we 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 said this to each other a little bit before we started uh, recording, but in my normal life, if some stranger were to walk up to me, or even somebody I know, let's say you know you, I I know you a little bit now. We've talked for a few minutes. Um, you walked up to me in person and said, uh, "F off, you're a loser." Uh, I would gl- kindly say it back to you and never talk to you again. I wouldn't even think about you ever again in my life. You, you're you not worth my time. Right. Um, but for some reason, and once again, I know I'm getting on a high horse and I don't know what the fix is, but we have to grovel at the feet of Instagram and Facebook and YouTube who none of us, they all say that same shit to our face every time they get a chance. All of us hunters, yeah. outdoors people. And I, I don't like that. I, I don't like that I have to go, and it, it makes me not want to do stuff on Instagram and Facebook. I've, I've, I complain all the time about I don't like doing stuff on Instagram. Our, our followers know that I don't like posting shit. I don't like doing reels. I do it because yeah. I want to interact with the people I, I have, but yeah. I don't like doing it because I'm on an app that doesn't even like me. And right. as soon as I, I really tried using Go Wild. I'm more apt to go there and do stuff because no, number one, no one there dislikes me. Um, I mean, from a personal level, maybe they do, but the platform itself is made for people like us. It's yeah. it's Dude, made for name, the hunter. Name another social platform that says like, "Hey, show us the deer you killed." Like we want to see that stuff, and you get points for it. And points are you can turn, uh, you know, exchange or you you can unlock rewards, so you can go buy gear now. Yeah, you can buy hunting gear with with the stuff you you unlock. I mean. The, the it's in our terms and conditions that like not only do we allow hunting content we support it and um you know not only that but if you're poaching or you're doing something legal like that's content that's against, against our policy like it gets really in the weeds on things that i think any hunter or angler would be proud of and be like i want to be around people that think like that yeah. you know it's like that's how we all look at each other if somebody came on here and was bragging about crossing into somebody else's property or shooting a deer out of season you'd be like, dude, what are you doing? You yeah. know, it's like, that's not how we roll. Uh, so our platform is very much the same way. We operate the same way, same, same, uh, conditions, you know? Um, and, and the other thing too, is like, we have a no harassment policy. So if someone does come in and they're being a dick, we're going to delete them. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, I don't, we don't mess around. Like a lot of people talk about, um, I'll say this and I have to say this carefully because I don't want, I don't want it to come out the wrong way. A lot of people talk about us as a freedom of speech platform and, Yes. I want to see your second amendment. I want, I mean, dude, I mean, I want to, I want to see, you know, your guns. I we're obviously like pro gun. Yeah. I don't care. I, <laughs> I'm showing you, I have one sitting here right next to me. That's not what, that's not what I'm talking about though. If you want to come in here and think it's your first amendment, right. To be an asshole, you're out. Like, I'm not going to tolerate it. Like that's not what we do. So, um, first amendment is, is different than, you know, being courteous to the community. And we really see ourselves as keeper of the community. Mm-hmm. And, and I think our platform does a great job at fostering a really healthy conversation around hunting and fishing. Well, and in a second, we'll get into the, you know, the details on what exactly go wild is. We we've kind of, you've kind of hit on some stuff already, but, and, you know, honestly, in my perfect worldview, what I would love to see one day, and I'm sure it really wouldn't hurt them. And I don't really give a shit, honestly, but what I would love to see one day is, you know, some exec on at Facebook gets on Facebook and Instagram one day and, and is like, you know what? I don't see any hunting shit anymore. Like, where'd it all go? That's because we all left, <laughs> you know, right. and we're all over here now. And yeah. would it really hurt them? Probably not. But, boy, it would, I, you know, once again, it's just like. I don't, I don't think they're invincible, man. 
Mark Mark Zuckerberg on Tuesday lost seven billion dollars, seven billion in net. Yeah. Well, sorry, it's just a billion. Who cares if I'm off by one? Uh, you know, he lost. He he went down multiple ranks on the world's wealthiest human on Tuesday, and and that the stock market showing not only that we're not happy about your outage. Hey, you know what? We don't really appreciate that your platform, Instagram, is causing 32% of teen girls to be self-conscious and suicidal. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's where we haven't, I mean, you, we can talk about YouTube and, and not liking hunters. I don't like that either, but I stayed there for a long time. And because that's where, that's where my high school friends are. I, I follow a lot of musicians. There's definitely things that you're going to get there. That you're not going to get on go well. And I get that. That stuff's hard to leave behind is what it feels like. I deleted Facebook three years ago and literally it was like I weight off my chest because that place is a cesspool. It is a dumpster fire of conversations. You can't have a good conversation on Facebook. Yeah. And I, I, I got to a point with Instagram um, where I'm like, I don't really get anything out of this. I just kind of share stuff every now and then to update people. But what I've found is when I deleted Facebook, I didn't lose friends. Like I still text the people I want to talk to. I honestly don't even remember the kind of content I shared on there anymore and, and what I was getting out of it because the the real relationship in your life bubble up and and so now the people like when now when it's somebody's birthday and i actually did this once on facebook too and i knew i was going to get off of there for a year so i like copied everybody's birthday to my calendar for a year <laughs> so now i i will i will text people on their birthday and that sounds small but like think of how much more memorable that is than like the you know 80 birthday notifications the happy birthdays. Like those those little things man and then and then somebody says hey how are you doing thank you so much good man we should get lunch now now i have a real relationship with that person you know um it's just happened the other day i text the guy happy birthday and then we get coffee right like we go out and hang out and i get to hear about his business as kids and to me um you know well, we live in this bubble of thinking that we need these things for these relationships and it's all it's a facade dude it's all fake none of it's real everybody's posturing and virtue signaling and and they're trying to show uh look at me stuff so whatever you're connected to on those platforms with this people you think you know is not real a lot of times um so i i feel like it's given me a more intimate relationship uh in, in a non-sexual manner here guys stay with me uh in, in an intimate way though like i i am closer with friends because i'll reach out to them now it's the only way we have to communicate i'm not like ha 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 on their their post that they're putting up yeah and uh when instagram's news uh wall street journal has been clobbering uh, facebook and instagram over the last few weeks with what's called the facebook files and um, i've been reading all this stuff and i'm like oh my gosh this is dark i mean this is some dark stuff uh and and when that stat came out about um 30 i think it was 32 percent. it's over 30 32 percent of teen girls um, are, are having mental health issues. Uh, I think it was the way it was worded uh, over, over using Instagram. They've tied it to Instagram. It's because of Instagram, whether it's body image or whether it's bullying or whatever. And multiple studies show as many as 6% of them are suicidal because of Instagram. Yeah. It's like, they've identified it as that. And then the quote that like, really like, I mean, it messes with my head. I got, I got kids and girls. And so I think about this in a different way now. And it, it, the head of Instagram, Adam Mosery, I think is how you say his last name. He said, well, when you look at the data, the, the actual percentages of, of girls impacted is quite small. 
And, and I'm like, that's where I have a lot of issue with this organization is that they've scaled so much. They've been a growth at all cost company. Our data and privacy doesn't mean anything. It was all revenue and growth because that's what did better for the stock. That's what made Mark Zuckerberg a billionaire. And, and when you want to tell me that even 6% of teen girls being suicidal because of your product is okay. Cause it's small. Like, dude, I'm out. I'm out. I don't, you, you, I, I put human life above hunting all day long. Like yeah. it, I mean, I love to hunt. I love to hunt, but if you're going to tell me that like anything matter than our kids, our children of this country, then, then you're wrong. Like there's just like that to me was the ultimate thing to where like, I think about my kids and if somebody said like, Oh, but it's just a kid, one child, like who cares? Dude? Like if, if we had child. this situation at go out, we'd be pump, we'd be pumping the brakes and I'd be, if it meant if our product was causing that kind of scale or even percentage problem of what we touch. And we're like, Hey guys, 30% of the females on our platform are, are uh, having mental health issues and suicidal. I'd be like, okay, we got to figure this out or we got to stop doing what we're doing. You know, it's yeah. like, I could not live with myself. And for them, this is just collateral damage to on the path to, to having a, a stronger stock price. Yeah. And it's like, I, I want nothing to do with that. man. And it's, it's crazy. The reach they really have now, this platform is no different than the other two. My 14 year old daughter, she just turned 14 does not have, she just got her first phone at 14 years old. Um, last, Good last work. one of That's her friends, strong work. Yeah. People don't even know kids get phones now. Dude, like seven. She was it's the last insane. one of her friends that got one. She's the only one of her friends that doesn't have any form of social media yet. That girl still knows every TikTok dance that you could ever. <laughs> and I'm like, how the hell do yeah. you know all these TikTok dances? You don't even have TikTok. All my friends. Yeah. And you know what's yeah. another thing is what's funny is she gets on the internet and where does she go? YouTube. And she watches TikTok dances on YouTube. Yeah. You know what's funny though? Um, I'll, I'll say this and uh, I, I'm like very critical of most mainstream platforms. The research though shows Facebook and Instagram are terrible fenders for mental health for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Snapchat and TikTok have not resulted yet with those same level of studies because like snapchat they're making animal faces with the filters and stuff it's like <laughs> i don't know anything stuff, about but it. like that's what yeah. well but you can like add a puppy dog ears to your head or something it's it's not body oriented instagram is a lot of full body like girls it makes kids anemic and or anorexic uh, i do apologize for not knowing the difference i can't remember which one's which uh, anorexic is when you gives, refuse to eat bulimic is when you vomit everything you eat Thank you. Uh, so yep. it's bulimic. Yep. So it's making a lot of girls bulimic uh, because they have these body image issues. And um, TikTok is not so far having those same results because it's more playful content. It's more focused around funny. Yeah. It's not as as like hyper sexualized stuff. Is it, I mean, Instagram, is, I, I think you said it uh, at one point in the show already. It's like hyper sexualized content. Yeah, I know. I, okay, I don't disagree with you. I just think it's dumb as shit. <laughs> you like, I'm like, oh, what, I don't. What I'm is not arguing stupid, for the con- <laughs> stupid. No, I'm dance not arguing for the content right for sure. I'm not arguing for the content, but I'm like, as a parent, I'd be like, well, it's a heck of a lot better than the alternative. Yeah, uh, at least there's nothing, you know, that's going to depress your child about that. <laughs> yeah, like Instagram, you put a filter on your face and it makes you look like a model. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I've I've seen those before, but yeah, I mean it. Like I said, it's it's just to get on the high horse. It was just one of them deals where I, I'm I hate begging you to like me. You know, if you don't like me, 
great. Oh, dude. We'll move yeah. on with our lives. And, and I, I'm sitting here using a platform or these platforms, rightfully so. And like I said, there's some great, there is some good interaction I have with some of our followers. You know, we've, we've met people through Instagram, not really so much through Facebook. Um, and, and been able to do some stuff with them, but yeah, you know, at the same time, it's just like this platform hates me. You know, it's like walking into yeah. your parents' house every day or something, knowing they don't even want you and you just keep going <laughs> in there. You know, it's just like, I, I hate it. Um, and so it made me immediately think of this go wild thing and how, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. And I, I sat down for you know, an evening, a half an hour, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to learn how to use it because it's not the same as the other platforms, just like you talked about. I'm going to learn, quote unquote, how to use it, and I'm going to do stuff. And I had a lot of fun entering my trophies and, yeah. um, you know, doing my gearbox, which I haven't even got close to done with. Um, yeah. And and you're right. Every little post I did, the next time I got on there, there was like 40 um, notifications that, you know, this guy upvoted your post, which is a like basically. And yeah. this guy, um, commented, Hey, that's awesome. I don't even know this dude. And he doesn't even follow me. Yeah. You know, that's what was really cool. Right. Um, and so I wanted to bring, we don't put as much weight on that. Like if you look at a profile now, I don't even think we show your followers first because they don't matter. Yeah. And that's cool. Like what really matters is like, are you getting value and learning, you know? Cause all it is on Instagram is you got to chase followers and, Yep. Uh, you know, it, reels are important right now and stories are important. My, I, I hate wasting time on learning how to do something on Instagram. Like when right. reels were a thing and I, I learned how to do my first reel. I'm like, I, I kill me now. Well, like, I'm and sp- <laughs> Instagram's moving to more video content too, because they want to compete with TikTok and YouTube shorts where they're getting killed. And yeah. so they've already said like, this is not going to be a photo platform anymore. So now video content takes way more work yeah. like it's a lot more prep and cutting and so so good luck man yeah I, I, don't worry <laughs> i won't fun. last longer i mean we had we like so we secured when we started our podcast we secured a youtube page now there's nothing on it somehow yeah. there's like three people following us i don't know why but um and then it, when this all happened i'm like damned if i ever do anything on there I, I, yeah why like they don't want me there I'm not seek one or the the hunting public, nor do I really want to be. I don't really have a desire to be a video person. Yeah. You know, I, I really enjoy doing podcasts and I think that's where we're going to stay. And so I thought go wild. If, if I could get just every one of my friends over there and then their friends go over there, you know, this platform can grow and grow and grow. And it's, it's made for the people that like that sort of stuff. So yeah, let's kind of, actually get into the weeds a little bit about your platform yeah. so just kind of give them an overview first and then you can kind of talk about you know what a trail mix is how they can earn points things like that yeah so when you download the app and actually i'll call out right now like if you're if you're still on the fence i give you ten dollars for creating an account yep you do like that's that's pretty good just right there so and it doesn't take you very uh, long to get a free t-shirt either Right. We'll talk about um, that later, but yeah, we're almost rethinking. Maybe the t-shirt should be a little harder to get because <laughs> <laughs> we, I may have spent like a lot of money on t-shirts this, this last 30 days. Uh, more I'm, exci- money I'm excited about it. mine. Uh, yeah. Um, if 
you ever want to blow like grand on t-shirts, giving them away for free at a very low barrier is a great way to do it. Yep. Um, so, uh, um, <laughs> uh, the, you're going to download the app and you'll create an account and that's how you get your 10 bucks. And, and the, there will be a couple challenges. So there's some things you can do to start earning points and points attached to your profile. And these are, are not like points you cash in. This is more similar to like a, um, a world of warcraft or a farmville or a mafia wars if you ever played any of those games back in the day um you're you're gaining points and unlocking things along the way so it's 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 a fun game almost on on your profile um, and when you have ocd it's, cool. it's very addicting yeah like it's like hey yeah oh that was fun and now i'm almost a four thousand <laughs> you know What's funny is like that actually never conversation to make it addictive on the point side of with rewards. But like you said, you know, I'm showing you here, I've got my profile yep. and I can see how close I am. Uh, and, and my next reward is a $25 gift card. So it's like, man, I, I really got like, I need this 2,500 points that I need to get to there. Yeah. So, um, oh, oh, but you'll, you'll download the platform. And it'll ask you to pick uh, some topics that you like. So you go through and basically what you're saying is I want to follow um, this trail. And so these trails are, are content forums. Hit the account. And then at the bottom, uh, we're in, in process of updating the actual trail mix. But you'll see um, uh, today there's three buttons. They'll soon be four because we're bringing in a shop button at the bottom because we had a lot of people asking how to shop through us so that they can yeah. support the nonprofits. We it's already with. on mine. Do you have it on there now? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you must be on an iPhone. It's coming to Android soon. Um, so you'll have across those, you have your home tray, which is your profile and it's kind of your dashboard of all things to you. Mm -hmm. So when you hit your home, you have, uh, that's where your community button is. You have direct messages and your, your rewards are there at the top. And then uh, there's announcements, which honestly, a lot of these are like little micro blogs from me. Yep. Uh, sometimes there are podcasts that we launch, like uh, uh, the most recent one here. It's with Josh uh, Freilich. I did a show with him about uh, how to shoot better um, and building out your AR platform. Uh, there's So there's fun content that kind of shows up there. We have other announcements that can be there. Your wish list will show up there. So if you have products you're following and you're just kind of interested in price drops, like I can see the shoes that I've been following are now $10 off, which makes me think I'm going to probably buy these before I leave the studio tonight. Uh, <laughs> this is what, this is why, uh, uh, it, it, the rewards are good, right? You can cash in on those and get even more discounts. Um, there are reviews. One cool thing about reviews is when you leave product reviews, you get a nice chunk of points. I don't remember what it was, but I remember it being healthy. Um, so you can leave, like it's asking me right now to review my Glock that I have on my profile. You can search gear on that home screen. And then there's some special offers too. Like, um, you know, the, uh, mine is showing right now, like we have a survival stove that's, uh, running for like 16 bucks and everything's free shipping. So, uh, and then it shows setups. So these are like basically setups are collections of gear that I use. So I have like, if you look at my profile, I have a whitetail setup and it shows you everything I use from a whitetail hunts. Um, that's your home tray. So on your profile, we got your standard bio there. If you swipe left, there's who you're following and your followers. And then there's some activities. So this shows what a person's interested in. It shows their gear. And then we group, this is one of my favorite things that go wild does. Um, cause I, I bet you're like me, like you go back and you're trying to find a deer that you shot yeah. and you're, you're digging through Instagram. I used to do that too. Well, now I got it pinned on my profile, my trophy. So I'm at least sorting through less content. And eventually we want to add in here the ability to sort by species and kind of move those around. Um, but that's, that's it on your profile. So, um, 
I'll talk through real quick, a couple quick, uh, cool things about the trail mix are the, at the very top where it says trail mix, you can go in and there's a ton of functionality under this. So you can go in and dive into any of the 60, I think we have 60 different topics that you can dive into and you can look at just those things. You can check in on just your buddies. You hit all trails and you can see if there's trails you're not following that you want to. Uh, one of my favorite things though, if you X back out of that, there is a, a button at the top, right. That looks like a little sonar. That's the near me button. And now, um, you will, uh, Oh yeah. God. So now it is going to show you, um, all the content that's being shared near you. So I can see here one of my teammates, cause he lives right down the road here from where I'm at. I can see his post. He's posted something in camping here. I can also go in and filter this. So if I go into just whitetail. Oh, shit. Justin Hampton's me? on here. I didn't know that. See, that, when I hit near me, it there showed him posting. Showed him? Yeah. Yeah, so I went into deer hunting now, and I'm going to hit near me. And now, even more refined, I can see the deer content that's within my state or that is within, I think, a couple hundred miles from me. So, um, you know, that, that functionality is like the sleeper functionality yeah. of go wild because you can go in what I do with this, when I'm trying to figure out when the rut's hitting, I go into deer hunting, hit my near me button. And I'm looking at what everybody else is talking about. Cause you have field reports from hundreds of people around you, dude, mm -hmm. it's awesome. Like, and it is literally a game changer for figuring out when, when birds are picking up in the spring for Turkey, yeah. you can see what other people are seeing. Um, I love that feature. It's one of my favorite things we've ever done. And to the listener, to be nice and crystal clear on here, these different trails, let's say you download the Go Wild, Go Wild app, and all you give a crap about is gardening. Yeah. That's it. I don't care about hunting. I don't care about anything else. Yep. I care about gardening. You can literally only follow, if you want to, the gardening trail. You could. And you'll never see anything about hunting unless you hit the trail mix or whatever, and I'm sure... You know, stuff will slip in there, but I'm on the gardening app or the gardening trail right now, and all I see is pumpkins That's all you would see. and a kid with a pumpkin yep. and some plants. So, I mean, that's what I thought was really cool is like if all I all I really want to see today is deer stuff, I can just hit the deer hunting um, trail. Yeah. So yep. I don't know that that was and a pretty cool function <laughs> to me. Our algorithm looks at a lot of different stuff, but it, the um, over time it it learns who is really good content creators for the trails you follow. And actually, if you go into a trail, you'll see the top uh, posters in, of whoever that, like whoever's creating the best content. Um, you'll see the alpha spotlight. And mm -hmm. so those are trending members in there. So you can find really cool people to connect with. But the, the algorithm looks for, one of the things it evaluates is what trails you're following versus me. And do you get really good engagement and do you give really good engagement? That's a that's a thing that we put in and we felt was important. Um, you know, you see all these huge influencer accounts that follow like one person. It's very there that they're about posting their content and not interacting, right? They don't even have people they follow on the platform. They're just there to share their story and then walk away. They don't engage with anybody. Uh, we actually look at, and as part of our algorithm, consider are you commenting and interacting with other people? Because we find it more valuable when you are interacting with the community than when you just share stuff and leave, mm -hmm. you know, we want valuable community members. So, uh, that, that's pretty cool. Um, the, uh, what else we want to call it here? I think that covers it for the trail mix for the most part, when you're scrolling through, I guess one thing I'll call out is you'll see a bunch of different post types. And, uh, that's kind of a nerdy way of saying different kinds of posts. 
So the uh, you'll see a trophy on the top right of some post, and that's got a little score on it. So that's how many points that person got for that. And we, you know, everything's different. You know, your deer is not going to be worth what was. Uh, look at all those things that you submit. And it's not just antlers. People often are like, well, I logged a 10 point. My buddy logged an eight and he's got more points than me because it looks at everything. It looks at how big the deer was. It looks at, um, we know that, uh, you know, a rifle at 50 yards, uh, was a lot easier shot than a bow at 50 yards or whatever it is. So it, it takes into account, um, a lot of different things, which makes fun. You know, it's, this is not meant to be Pope and young. It's meant to be fun. Mm -hmm. uh we we don't you know there's no kind of like i'm not trying to come in here and, and get your green score on your uh your antlers and then come in and measure it uh you know for a record or anything like that <laughs> um but you'll see a lot of different um trophies in the platform and then you'll see something that we thought uh was really important which was the ability to share how much time you spent doing something so this is another way you can earn points on the platform it's called a time log so uh every now and then i actually usually pretty often, uh, you'll find a post that has a time. Like I'm looking right here, Lisa just shared some nature photography. So she's been out shooting today and she's posted some photos that she brought back. She spent six hours doing that. So she's going to get points for that, that post, uh, because she had time spent outside. And that, that's kind of to incentivize you for going out. So outdoor I'll podcast. Real quick, uh, cause I don't, yeah, that, we're getting ready to move the post. So, uh, when you tap right now, there's there's create a post there's enter a trophy and there's log time and i think eventually we're going to pull log time just into create a post because when you cre hit create a post you can still log time it, it would kind of simplify things mm -hmm. but let's just for log time since we are listening to a, or recording the podcast here uh you can actually go down this is one of the cooler things that we do i've never seen this anywhere else so you can go down and hit outdoor podcasts it'll pre-populate a couple different shows but then you can actually search so you can search for this show we're on right here and then you'll be able to find it and you can go in and pick the episode you listen to and the best part is you get points right because you're logging time but you're also sharing uh there it is missouri woods and water yep and i can see uh i could log right here you know um uh a, a buck named cotton eye joe i could log this show and that show is an hour and 10 minutes it pulls all that in for you and now you can share the shows you're listening to and what's cool what i've enjoyed about sharing podcasts i'm listening to is people will comment we have a lot of podcast nerds on, on our platform and they love to talk about this stuff so people will come in and be like dude i know wasn't that the craziest show i didn't know that have you listened to this show so you start getting recommendations from other people who are listening to similar podcasts as you um, the other, the other things you, you on time logs too, you can share, like I I've been beekeeping, you know, that's a big thing that people like to do in the platform, um, paddling it's not all just hunting, but there there's like hunting prep. So all these things on the time log, when you add it to your post, it helps get you points. Uh, and then you, the, another thing you can do that is, uh, we haven't even talked about gear really. And my, my team will be like, dude, you were on a podcast for an hour and you didn't talk about gear. Um, but you can tag gear. So this is really like coming into the head of what we are. We are a social commerce platform. So you can buy the gear that you're talking about on the platform. We, not all of it, because there's 500,000 pieces of gear in that platform, believe it or not, uh, which is more than Bass Pro, Amazon Outdoors, Backcountry.com, Cabela's, all of it combined. Like we have a bigger collection of gear than all of them. And people still complain about we the fact that we don't have all the gear. Uh, but <laughs> you can tag your gear. And when you tag gear, you get more points because you're now sharing valuable information on what you're using with the community. The community gets better because of what you shared. And so, uh, last year in the pandemic, you know, when the pandemic hit, 
um, our business model had primarily been like, we sell ads. You know, I got a federal hat on right now. It's because we work with federal, they're a sponsor. And that was our business model. And pandemic hits and um, that wasn't going so great because everybody cut their ad budget. So we decided we're like, well, as a business, we, we want to survive. And we moved into selling gear um, because it's it, it was something we felt like we could do really well. We felt like we had value to add there. And it, it's it's been the best thing we've ever done for the health of the business. And honestly, I've been surprised with the members because they actually really enjoy it because we donate 1% of our proceeds to a camp called Raising My Doors, which teaches kids to hunt, hunt and fish and shoot. And uh, I'm on the board of that organization. And so now instead of just buying it off Amazon, which is another organization we could talk about that doesn't give a rip about what we do, uh, but you, you can buy gear on there and it's not, your, your money's not going anywhere, right? Like it's, it's going to send Jeff Bezos to space. It's not going to a, a <laughs> camp that teaches kids to, uh, to, to, you know, learn to do this thing that we love. So we found, found ways and are continuing to find ways to not just sell you stuff, but to give you value back. Uh, we have an awesome 90 day return policy on most items. Um, we're, we're adding about a brand a week. So if you see something that I tagged, if you see my Garmin watch and you want to buy it, you can use your rewards. If you unlock a 20% discount on there, you can go out and uh, apply that to a $600 watch. And if you do the math, that's a lot of money you can save on products by using the reward system. So um, the gear tagging is cool though, because if you look up, like I'll just say like uh, most people are really familiar with the Vortex Ranger 1800. If you look that product up in our, our app and search for it in the shop, you're going to see all of the social content that's tagged to that product on, on that product page. So now when I'm in research mode and I want to see it, uh, what I want to buy, Go Wild becomes a valuable shopping tool because um, I, I think you've seen this, but like you have, you know, the insights here. I can see the people that are using this and I can ask them how they like it. Uh, there, there's reviews. This one has seven reviews. It looks like they're all five stars so far. Um, we've got, this thing is tagged in 27 different setups. It has 20 different posts tagging it. So I can go in and see, you know, here, right here is a deer killed with this rangefinder. So you can see like, okay, this product is definitely working. Right. So, um, it's, it's a really cool element that I have never seen anywhere. I no. don't know of anywhere you can tag gear and crowdsource knowledge like that. Like what we're really trying to do is help you find gear that works and help you avoid gear that doesn't. You so know, if gear's not performing for what you need, we shouldn't move buy it. on. And a guy like me, that's perfect because I, and if Micah and Andy were here, they would a hundred percent agree with me. I am a very, very detailed person. And so everything I buy, there is no, Oh, I want to get, get a new rangefinder. Let's say, since we're talking about those, um, okay. Uh, I'll get on and th that one's 199. Okay. I'll buy that. There is none of yeah, that right. shit. Like yeah. I will spend days deciding, <laughs> okay, now I'm down to vortex. Now do I want the Ranger 1300, the Ranger 1800? And why is it $200 more? Is it worth it? I mean, and so I'm all yeah. over, once again, talking about these people. I'm all over YouTube reviews. I'm all over Google. And yeah. if I don't really have to go anywhere, but, you know, to the to the the app and search, okay, Vortex rangefinders and find out which one I like, it's just, it's, it's more like a one-stop look for the item I, I think I, I want to buy and it helps me for a guy like me, I'm going to use that feature because that's yeah. how I am. When I buy stuff, there is no just buying it. 
Um, yeah. And, and we're not just onboarding every brand. Um, sure. We're, we're looking at what out of those 500 products, we don't, 500,000 products, we don't sell all those directly. Yeah. Like that would be insane, right? If I have more products to sell than Amazon. Um, but what we do is we look at what is popular and what is working and we approach those brands and, and we've not had anybody tell us no. So brands are really excited to work with us and be a part of the platform. And, and so, uh, again, we're bringing on about a brand a week. We, we onboard really fast. Um, actually, even right now we're doing about two or three a week, trying to get ready for holidays and get mm -hmm. gear in here. And, um, you know, really have a strong, strong, uh, end of the year here for us as a startup, it'd be great. Um, but, but, you know, it, it's not just big brands. Like we have Vortex, Garmin, Rocky Boots and uh, Tacticam, like a lot of brands, you know, but I've, we, we've been really proud of um, the partnerships of brands that you may not know as much about. Uh, there's, there's a shoe called Cross Kicks that is an awesome water shoe. And we, we found out about these guys and they, they're doing a lot of uh, athletic shoes and they last minute decided to do a run of their shoes in uh, Mossy Oak uh, Bottomland. And uh, I can't remember the name of the other Mossy Oak pattern that they ran. They have a couple other Mossy Oak patterns. Kind of a last minute thing. When we found this out, we're like, this is awesome. We want to sell these things. <clears throat> they're like a water shoe. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our customers have called them tactic crocs because they're, they, they're like a really robust croc is how you, if you want to think of them that way, but they have an actual shoe sole. And we, these guys had very little experience in the outdoor industry but we've, we've outsold Amazon and Walmart combined for them. And we're only doing it with the outdoor segment. So we've brought them into the outdoors because we know the audience really well. And so we can partner with other small brands and bring them to our audience. And, and so you sometimes are going to find awesome products. Uh, another one that we found and are, are bringing um, into the platform, actually it's in there right now, is Deemerbox. Awesome outdoor speaker. Um, you know, you think of deer camp or I don't know about you, but like if I'm butchering a deer, I'm listening to music, I'm celebrating. And, um, you know, you, you, uh, you want an indestructible speaker and these things are cool. Cause they're made out of a Pelican case. You can literally throw stuff inside of these things and carry it with you. So you can put your wallet or whatever there. If you're on a float trip, they float, they're waterproof. They're awesome. That's cool. Uh, but, but the, you know, these guys are a new product and, you know, we've, we've been working with them to bring them into the system. So I, I, you know, we're not just trying to go out and be like a, a me too to Bass Pro where we just try to carry everything that's big because we feel like we have to, I think you're going to have a lot of product discovery in here where you find brands that you might not have known about. And we have a new flashlight company that's coming in they have a seven year hold on their charge that from a USB charger, it'll sit on the shelf for seven years and still have charge. Um, like there's a lot of really cool brands that we're finding like that. So, uh, you know, our goal is to, uh, again, help you find gear that works. We're not onboarding crap companies. We actually, when brands come on, we, we, part of our process is they have to give us product. We're going to send it to our field testers and they, they're going to tell us what they think about it. So we have a group of, uh, field testers would go out. It's kind of like a field staff or somebody wants to think of that. And there's no requirement for a good review. We say, go put this stuff to work, go test it and post about what you think on it on the app. And sometimes they're like, dude, this, this boot sucks or whatever it is. And we we're making notes on all that stuff. Yeah. And I mean, some of these, you know, if they don't perform well over time, they're going to get out. So, you know, we're trying to build a really honest platform and uh, one, one that is, is again, helping you find stuff you need, helping you avoid stuff you don't. Yeah. That's awesome. And full disclosure to my, to our listeners, um, 
there's nothing that we are doing together. I, we're not sponsored by Go Wild. Um, we're not working together. Now, I, I will say that we, I, I do sponsor uh, Dan Johnson. Uh, we're working with Dan, but you and I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. Showed up yeah. tonight, and I was like, oh, you're. I, I was like, wait, you're on the Sportsman's Nation Network? Like, I, you and I uh, talked. You told me your show name. I didn't put together in my head that you were working with Dan. Yeah. So I'll throw that out there. Like, it's kind of a funny coincidence. But um, I actually, Dan's a great guy. I got to meet Dan in, first, uh, in person this summer for the first time at the Professional Door Media Association Conference. And he's been on my show. I've been on his show. And uh, we've worked together quite a bit. And when, when this year we had a, some extra budget to be able to get the word out, I was like, we got to talk to Dan. Cause I think what you guys are doing with the network is awesome, but it's so funny. Cause he's grown the network so much. There's a lot of new shows on the network that I don't even know yet. Uh, lots of them. And you know, we're, we're just over a year old, so we're kind of one of them, but yeah, um, yeah. From our, our perspective, us, you know, we don't work together. So it's not like you're paying me to talk about your app. I just, something happened last week, lit a fire under my ass. I'm tired of, you know, just getting shit on by these other, these other apps when there's an app for us in the outdoor community to use to, like you just said, to interact with each other, to learn more about gear and to actually shop. I mean, I, I know you can shop on Instagram and stuff, you know, when there's commercials and stuff on there, but dude, I'll just say it's not as cool. It's like, stupid. I'm telling you, <clears throat> it's not as cool. I'm telling you, I guarantee you, I'll bet my freaking life on it. Five years from now, people are going to be copying the way that we're doing it because it's more valuable. Mm -hmm. What I mean, like, if you buy something on Instagram right now, you get updates sent to your notifications. They tell you when it ships, all that good stuff. But that's not social commerce. There's nothing inherently social about that experience. All that happened was the brand found an easier way to get you to convert because you're on Instagram all the time. They right. took your credit card on Instagram. With us... It's not just about the purchase. We're letting you tag gear that we even sell. You know, we're trying to help you find what works, even if we don't sell it. So there's 500,000 products you can interact with. You can actually custom upload your own. Like if I, we don't carry, we don't have Hoyt. Hoyt typically sells through small mom and pop uh, shops. And that makes it hard for us to get that data feed. So that's a brand that's a gap right now, but mm -hmm. you can still custom upload your own products. So even if you just want to share the products you're using you can still do that yeah and but i don't know of any other platform that allows the the consumer and we don't normally use that language but i'll say this because that's like from a marketing standpoint the consumer is in control on go wild this is not marketing language if you look at a product these aren't hacked five-star reviews these are people saying i am using this product in the field here's a photo of it that's a totally different animal yeah. than leaning on five-star reviews on amazon which i believe was uh, the wall street journal just recently found out 30 percent of their reviews are fake i, I, yeah, I think a lot of people do that dude yeah and well, you know like 30 percent is high that's like, high that's crazy this uh, is a lot i'm excited to do things like you know create a post about my running gun setup and say, hey, here's a picture of like, my running gun setup. What do you do? And have all these people that are in a whitetail hunting trail mix or maybe even a, a whitetail gear, I'll have to look at all the different trails. And I'll probably get 10 times more feedback than I would posting something on Instagram. Not that our followers don't check us out and interact with us, but, man, I'm, I'm telling you, I get as much interaction in the week I've been on, on Go Wild with 30 freaking followers <laughs> and I started with like 12 and I just, you know, kept following people that I thought I would be fun to follow. So I got a few more and, yeah. uh, and I probably got a lot of those through finally just posting. 
and I got just as much uh, interaction with less than 30 followers for most of that time than I do with 1,500 on Instagram, which isn't even that many, but that's still a no, lot more than It's a good on example. Here. Yeah, I, I had a similar following on Instagram, and I would post, and I would get like 25 likes, no comments, and I'm like, this is stupid. Like, I don't care about likes. I think likes are the stupidest engagement. It is a low barrier that somebody decided that was frictionless. I can like something and I don't have to comment on it. I don't think about it, right? And we makes have me, makes me think of that Jim Carrey movie, Liar Liar. Love me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hate these things, right? We have we have had passionate conversations about doing away with the upvote entirely in the platform. Uh, we haven't done it yet, so I, I don't know. If I, that may say something in itself. Um, I think people at this point are trained to like expect it, which is kind of why we have it still. Um, but I hate the upvote. I don't really care how many upvotes or likes anything gets on any platform. What I do find valuable though are comments. Like comments to me are conversation. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Just think of this. Think how stupid this is. If I had a sign that I'm holding on the street that says something that I I want help with. Let's say I like, hey, I'm trying to buy a new gun. What would you recommend for whitetail hunting? A six five Creedmoor or a two seventy or whatever the whatever it is. And people just walk by two seventy up me. But, but if they walk by and thumb, thumbs up me. Right. Cool. Thanks for your help. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Like, what is that? Like, what a bizarre concept uh, of that. Like, it literally only exists because someone at Facebook said, hey, what if we had a really low, fr- low barrier, frictionless way to create engagement and make people feel liked? Yeah. What would we call that? The like button. Yeah. Well, my my vote on your on your question is two seventy, by the way. So you got a comment already. I bought I, I bought a six five, sorry. Well, there's nothing wrong with those either, but <laughs> if you if you That's held a gun down if to. you held a gun to it my was, head and said you have to pick one, I would I would yeah. go two seventy. I, I bought a I, I, I did post this on uh Go Wild and it was one of my most engaged posts ever. I don't remember it may I feel like it had more than 100 comments for sure, maybe like 150. It was insane. Oh, you get whitetail hunters talking about, or any hunters talking about firearms or bows, oh, you're going to get some yeah. interaction. Yeah. I feel like just once a week you could show up and just ask that question and have better engagement than like any other platform you're using. Yeah. And so, and that's, I, had, I had people like arguing over it though. It, it, like it didn't turn nasty, but it's the closest I've seen anything to turning nasty. Like hey. people were very opinionated. That's not a bad thing. I mean, it's healthy debate's not a bad thing. But yeah. you know, that's why I wanted to do this show with you. I wanted to kind of bitch a little bit, honestly, about these these social media platforms that don't like us, and uh, how we're kind of just whoring ourselves out to them because we have to, but we really don't, you know, because if everybody, I'm telling you now, if everybody that listened to our show or interacted with us on Instagram disappeared from there and went to go wild. I would delete my account in a heartbeat. <laughs> there we go. And and that's the whole idea is, you know, I I want people to kind of just learn about it. What is it? It's a it's a platform they can use not just from a social media standpoint, but from a gear review standpoint and actually shopping like you were saying. Um that you really don't get from anywhere else. Um and that's why I wanted to have you on the show to kind of talk about that. I thought it would be a good time to do it because of the demonetization of of YouTube recently. And it just pissed me off, you know, like we just sat there, we just sit there kind of bitching under our breath every once in a while about Facebook and Instagram, but we keep using it. 
And oh, dude. I, I'm yeah. a hypocrite because I'm still on both of them for our, our podcast. But, boy, I'd, I wouldn't mind being gone off, off off of everything except for Go Wild if I um, got the chance. So I just want more people I'm to know about too, it. I'm on too at this point. I'm down to LinkedIn and Go Wild. I do like my LinkedIn account. I mean, they do the same stuff. They'll, uh, I figured out if I, if I say the word hunting or if I mention gun, um, I'm going to get throttled on LinkedIn. So I, 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 the other day I posted a picture as an experiment and, um, I had a picture of me with a shotgun for my buddy's bachelor party. We were, um, uh, shooting clays and, uh, I, I called it a shoddy to see if a they would pick that up. And, and my, my buddy, Mike realized what I was doing. Uh, met this guy on Go Wild, and he's the guy I was up goose hunting with this a couple weekends ago. I've been fishing with him a bunch. Right there, it's a real world relationship. There you go. Go See, Um, and uh, he he saw it on LinkedIn, and he goes, "Shoddy, huh?" And I go, (laughs) "I go, yeah." There's I can only say certain things on here, and he goes, "I figured that's what it was." Yeah, uh, because I he he immediately saw it, but you know, I it's one of those things like I get a lot of value out of that platform from the business side. But they throttle me. I had hashtag USA on my. Uh, I did a um, podcast with Tim Kennedy last year for September 11th, and uh, released it uh, maybe on September 11th. I don't remember. And at the end of it, I just had hashtag USA. And I mean, I honestly like my LinkedIn account. I've got a pretty strong following on, which hmm. I feel like is a stupid thing to brag about with this audience. And I'm not bragging about it. I'm just saying, like, I get legit engagement on this thing. And it was like a couple hundred people had seen it because you can see how many people saw it. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on? I mean, normally like after a day, we're talking at least multiple thousands. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, this is weird. So a day into this, I deleted hashtag USA. It went viral. It ended up with like 25,000 views, 600 upvotes, like on maybe almost a hundred comments on it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like there's nothing more obvious than I took out hashtag USA 24 hours is a long time on social content. Yeah. Um, social algorithms have what's called a decay. So the decay is time. So the older something is the less relevant it assumingly is. Yeah. So they, that each platform's different. Like LinkedIn will go a little bit longer. It's like a week cause there's less content created, but still a day is like, I can pretty much tell when something's going to do more or not. And I deleted it and it went viral. And I'm like, okay, that's, I know what you guys are doing now. Well, and so that's just like, I have a LinkedIn account as well. I haven't used it in what feels like forever now. Be, and because of one reason, they pissed me off. I, uh, <laughs> my profile picture, I changed it and I was using a, now we're not, we're not sponsored by this company, but I am a fan of this company. So I'm still going to talk about them. Uh, I was wearing a King's camo hat. Okay. King's is probably, in my opinion, one of the coolest logos in the outdoor industry. I love that elk. It's a gorgeous logo. So I had a hat on, and that was my 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 profile picture. Somebody reported me, and I got, I don't know, I got in trouble, whatever the word is. And I'm like, for okay. what? Because there's an elk on my hat? And uh, the two things pissed me off. First, the person that reported me. And then them basically saying, well, whatever, you get suspended or whatever. For for what, though? So I I, I just said, well, screw you. I'm going to stop using you. And so that, you know, really, that's another one that, that I wasn't happy with. But I, I yeah, you're, uh, you're racking them up. I haven't had that on LinkedIn. Um, generally, it's just like super obvious that it's triggered by certain words. Yeah. Like 
I mean, it, it's it's like I go in and delete it, and it's like, okay, there we go. No, there it goes. Huh. Yeah, and I really, I wouldn't know. I haven't used it. You know, because we got an app right here that is built for us, folks. So, you know, um, I hope I hope the listener got something out of this to where they, they at least know what Go Wild is about now, and they should just go check it out. I mean, it's a free freaking app anyway. Go. How many yeah, apps do you download free. a week that are stupid anyways? So go try theirs out and, and give it, I mean, give it half an hour. If if you are halfway not dumb, you will figure out how to use this app. It's yeah. it's I mean, not difficult. Gonna, I, the rewards alone, in my opinion, are worth it because it's you're gonna unlock, fun, dude. I yeah, mean, the, the, it is fun. <laughs> it's rapid fire on you'll you'll unlock a bunch fast, and and the they get really good. Like we um uh we we partnered with one group uh that that it's called Captain Experiences. They are a Airbnb of fishing. So you can go in and book a fishing guide. You can search by species you want to chase. You can search by area. You can search by price, whatever. I mean, I, I used this this summer. It was an awesome service. And it was so good that I actually approached them and I said, I want you guys to be a part of Go Wild. And I'd like you to uh, come in and um, partner with us on rewards. So you can unlock a $100 gift card to Captain Experiences. There, you can use it on whatever you want to. And there's, there's no timeline on it. So uh, there's things like that in that list of things you can unlock that's like, dude, who's doing that? I mean, who's giving you $100 to go fishing? Not, <laughs> not Instagram, I can tell you that. No, it's not Instagram. So uh, there's, a, there's a lot of really cool stuff built into the rewards. Yeah, I, I already have that. It. Oh, did you unlock it? Yep. Dude, those guys are awesome. Um, I've, I've gotten to be buddies with Jonathan, the founder. He's, he was on my podcast recently. So, uh, But there's, there's tons of stuff you can unlock. And, um, you know, from, from us to free, uh, I think there's some free fire starters, there's free coffee. Why not? Why would you yeah. not do that? <laughs> and all for interacting with people that you, uh, yeah. would most likely get along interacting with because they're the same like-minded, you know, I'm not yeah. saying that I, I dislike talking to someone who disagrees with me, but you know, when that person, for lack of a better term, Karen's you, you know, the Karen effect or whatever, or port you for something, or oh, you're that's too gory, that's too much. Well, what what do you mean? I'm just gutting a deer. That's part yeah. of the process. Um, that that's when I have an issue. You know, I don't I don't do anything to anybody that decides to live their life their certain way, or post whatever they po- want to post, or hunt the way they want to hunt, or fish they want the way they want to fish. I don't care. You know, people, uh, and I'm sure you've seen this in the outdoor community. Well, I don't. I, I don't shoot three and a half year old deer. I don't shoot anything under 160. Great. That's the way you hunt. But, right. you know, this guy over here has only been hunting for two years and he's never killed a buck in his life. So you're going to tell that dude when a two and a half year old 120 inch deer walks in front of him, he shouldn't shoot it. Get yeah. out of here, man. If that's, yeah, it's his tag. And if he wants to use it that way, that's his prerogative. And if you want to only shoot 165 inch deer, that's your prerogative. That's what's yeah. awesome about hunting. It's a different experience for everybody, every individual, and you can experience that with everybody on Go Wild, um, and I think it's awesome. So I appreciate you coming on. I mean, do you have anything else before we end this yeah, one? Yeah, let me uh, let me do the like whole where to find us thing. Do just, it because I may have said it at some point, but if you're still here with us, first thanks. I don't know how long <laughs> we've been going, but it, it, uh, I'll I'll tell you how to get on, how to how to get your your ten dollars, and how to start. Go to download go out.
Apple. So you can push that. And then yeah, once you get the account created, it'll actually start showing you some content or gear. You know, you'll have that, that log in there and uh, find the create account option and then create your account. And that's how you're going to get your $10. And then there'll be a couple other prompts. Like you get some points for putting your name in yep. uh, for, you know, a bio and, and some gear stuff. And, uh, and from there, you know, I would say if you've got an old trophy and it can be from 10 years ago, we don't care, you know, upload a trophy. And I guarantee you the first post, I 99% of the time you'll have like five people welcome you to the app because mm -hmm. we have, we put a banner on your first post that says first post and uh, the community is awesome. I think if you, if you just say, Hey, I'm new here. This is one of my deer from five years ago. Uh, happy to check it out. Found about it on the uh, Missouri woods and water podcast. You know, they, they can, they can share that. And I guarantee you, you'll have people welcome you to the platform from that. You'll see what's different. Yeah. Yeah. And the best part is when you enter a trophy, you know, let's say it was your first year, 15 years ago, you don't have to remember the, the year you, you really killed it. I mean, no, you don't. I mean, you we, can say, we, skip, I don't remember, you know, or yeah, whatever. So, yeah, you know, right. you don't have to know all There's, those stats. It's, it's fun, right. uh, but you don't, don't have to know them. No, you don't. The, the, we, we're very flexible on that. The one thing I will delete you for in a heartbeat is uploading fake trophies. If you're doing that, I will delete you. If, if it's malicious, sure. if uh, which fake ones are always malicious, but if you're like uploading your dad's deer, we don't allow that, but we might give you a warning. But like, that's the one thing, like keep it to your stuff. Cause there's, there's dollars on the line here right? because uh, of the reward situation. So come in, share your story. You know, I look forward to connecting with you guys. One thing that I always tell people is uh, when I'm on a podcast, you're going to get an automated DM from me. Uh, we send those out to new accounts. That one's a robot, but if you reply, <laughs> uh, it's a robot. Like I, I actually send those messages back. So if you have questions, I, I also love to hear where people come from. And, and so please interact, you know, you, yeah. you 24 hours. I think, I think that one shoots off about 24 hours after you join. That's how you uh, and I you... got in contact yeah. originally. Yeah. And, and yep. so, so that one goes out. most people know they're like, okay, it's an automated thing, but it literally says like, I promise I'll get back with you or something like that. Um, so shoot me a message once, once you get that, I'd love to hear how you're liking it. Awesome. Well, um, I'm excited to hope, you know, we help you grow the, uh, the platform. That's, I I'd be, I'd be tickled pink if in five years, Instagram and Facebook are begging hunters to come back and we all tell them to go F off. I would love it. Will I it happen? They're going to be swimming. Maybe not, but no, hey, I don't they're, care. They're going to be swimming in so much crap over the next few years over everything that's going on. Maybe we can just be um, over here and go wild laughing at them. You know, that's, that's what I hope. Yeah. Happen, I think you know? that'll be it. I think that that's my goal right there. So, uh, I, I appreciate you having me on and let me talk a little bit about what we're doing, man. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brad Latrell with go wild. We appreciate your time and I uh, hope you have a good one. Yes, sir. You too. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed that. Um, like I said, I joined Go Wild back in January, and then I really didn't do anything with it. And when YouTube decided to do the whole demonetization and you know pulling stuff from people like Seek One and others, um, I decided to get back on Go Wild and give it a, a shot. And all I did was I sat down one night next to my wife on the couch while she was watching. I don't know, something that I didn't really care for and just got on the app and started messing with it. And it took me 15 minutes to learn the platform. The platform is not like Instagram. It is not like Facebook. And they're doing that by design. It's not because they they don't want to be like those platforms. Um, it's not hard to use. It, there's some things you, you're going to have to figure out, but 
it's really pretty basic. And if you have any technological, you know, savvy in you, if you have a smartphone, you at least know how to use one. So you'll, you'll get it pretty quickly. It's a fun app to use. You interact with people. There's no garbage on there. You know, like on Instagram, on our Missouri Woods and Water page, I don't fault I don't follow anything but hunting stuff, but yet somehow my feed is full of things that I don't care about. You know, explain that to me. Well, you're not going to have that on Go Wild because it's all outdoor community based and you can even pick the trails you want to follow. So if all you give a shit about is fishing, follow that trail and that's what you'll see uh, stuff about. So I think it's really cool. Uh, Check them out. You can download it on the Apple or um, Android platform. I have an Apple, so I can't remember what that is. But and uh, they also have a website. Time to go wild. I think time to get wild. I probably should look that up. Time to go wild dot com and uh, check them out, man. They they they're really doing some good things. And then you can shop there too. <laughs> you know they don't have every little brand out there, but like he said, they're adding like a, I think he said a brand a week. So. I'm sure if there's something you're looking for, you'll find it. And if they don't sell it, you might still be able to find a review on it for somebody that has logged it. So it's pretty cool. And um, check them out. I hope you enjoy the show. We'll talk to you next week.